Welcome back to Give It The Programming. I'm Jay Singram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And I shorted the music if you guys are watching on YouTube because wow. I just wanted to start. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I felt like I, uh, I felt like I, I walked out of the house without my pants on right there for a second. Yeah, no, it was weird. But I want to start quick. Just wanted to get to get to get see in. you guys. Just get in. Just get, get in. in. Yeah, just get in. Uh, blame Chase for being one minute late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't send Bill the uh, link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well, hey, you know, I almost, but I almost missed it though. I was, so I, I was thinking we were going to go at one thirty, so I was up here all ready to go. Mm. And then I saw it was at two, and I'm like, okay, cool. I can. I started getting the uh, Programmatron, the weekly videos, oh, getting those set up. Yes. So I have a handful of those. I'm going to be uh, posting up there. And so I was getting all into it, and all of a sudden I look up the clock, and it was like 158. I'm like, ah, <laughs> shit, damn it. So that happened to me too. Hello, everyone. By the way, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Today, uh, my son. So my son goes to this like Spanish immersion prep school. I don't know, prep, uh, daycare, it's a school. Like, they have class and teachers, and it's not like babysitters. And we have them in this, like, once-a-week English class to prep for kindergarten because my son is going to kindergarten this next school year. It's old. Uh, yeah, it's weird, dude. It's really weird. And so from 9 to noon... He's in this English class. So like every Tuesday, he's like, Dad, do I get to go to English school today? I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just speaking Spanish all day. And, uh, and he's really good with numbers, and he can say his whole, whole, his whole alphabet. But if I'm like, hey, say the alphabet in English, he'll get to like E, panic, and then switch to Spanish. <laughs> so... <laughs> We were like, okay, maybe, you know, we should get you ready to speak English in school, seeing as how you don't speak English when you go to school ever, because, you know, both my kids speak Spanish. Is, it, is he going to be in the same place for kindergarten? No, he's not. It was a tough call. He's, uh, so at this, uh, it's called Spanish World School, and it's incredible, by the way. It's just, it's awesome. Uh, the teachers are amazing, and they're from, like, every different, like, Latin American country, like it's the this experience that they get is is so cool, and they're so loving. And whoever does my daughter's hair after I drop her off, obviously I'm not doing a good job, but she comes home with these amazing <laughs> like setups. Like there was one she came home with like three different pigtails that went into the next pigtail. Like not not like um what is this called a French braid? Yeah. If those can't yeah, see yeah, me yeah. on YouTube, I'm interlocking my fingers over the top of my head. Yeah, I'm a girl dad, dude. I yeah, you get it. But it's like it's like a on. pigtail, but there's three of them that go down, and then she like connects. It's amazing. It's like art. And clearly, it, my art sucks because every time I pick her up, she's not in the same hairdo of which I did <laughs> and dropped her off with. Um, is that is that like a foreshadowing that you're going to dress her up and she's going to come back from like school, <laughs> and high school, and like some. Why I is know. that skirt so yeah. short? I was like, didn't Where you, did you get those with shoes? jeans on? <laughs> you left in sweats. You're um, back in a miniskirt. What happened? Yeah. They, where's the, that finger length rule? Uh, to wrap up, but I, was, I got stuck working, and I was just like feverishly working at home, and my wife walks in. She's like, did you, take, did you pick up Dylan? I was like, oh, shit. And it's like 12.02. Like, there's nothing I can do. I'm supposed to pick him up at noon, I'm in my house and it's 12.02. <laughs> so <laughs> fortunately, it's only like five to seven minutes away. I got there in three. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. I just come running around the corner. I was like, I'm sorry, but uh, so I. It's funny you went through that because I, I went through the same thing. I do that? It happens. Yeah. So it's it was, called the flow state. You're in the flow state. Oh, dude, I was cruising. I was like, and it, I was legit thinking to myself, like, oh, I'm crushing it. And then even when my like wife walked into my office, <laughs> I was said, like, don't come in here. You're not I'm, crushing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm killing it right now. <laughs> She's like, did you already drop them off and? And come back, I'm like, oh no! <laughs> oh, so I feel you on on the uh, the yeah, time yeah. warp that yeah. is. But uh, all right, today's show will be reprogramming the 2023 Open and 2023 Individual Quarterfinals. So basically, the first half of the season. Because through the last several weeks, we've had opinions and concerns and questions about certain things. And what we always like to do is add some context, some constructive feedback as well as put our own thoughts out there because we would do predicting based off floor plans. But when we go to the reprogramming side, we have bumpers. And what we landed on was we're not going to change the equipment or the floor layouts. We're going to try to do as minimal amount of changes as possible, but with some tweaks that maybe you or I felt, and I, I, we, I don't know what you did and you don't know what I did, of how to maybe modify the test to be... Um, I don't want to say better, but you know. No, say better. Better. <laughs> better. Like, I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole, that's the whole deal. And and I think what's important, okay, we, there's a lot of people that want to just, you know, want to talk shit on the program. Oh, this is a dumb workout, or that was a boring event, or yeah, this was, right. shouldn't have been done this way, or they should have had this, or they should have had that. It's very easy to say those things, but you have to, if you're going to say, it needs to be this way, then you should be able to have like, okay, here is the fix for that. Mm-hmm. What we really wanted to do was take what CrossFit had laid out. And and this is what I think, at least from my point of view, and I, I think I can, <laughs> I'm in a safer place to say this than you are, I guess, <laughs> is that, um, I, I mean, we, we both wave the flag for CrossFit. We always have, we mm-hmm. always will. But especially this year, it seems as though there's been some things that have been big issues that didn't need to be. Mm. And with, I mean, and, and dude, it was really crazy because when I when I was going through this, you really don't have to change a whole lot to make the season look a whole lot better. And I think that that's one of the things that we want to kind of bring at least at least our opinion to the table is, look, you just have to think about it. Like, just yeah. think about what you're trying to do here. And a lot of it will come back to, okay, what's the point of the open? What's the point of the qualifiers? And we've talked about that a bunch of times. But I think, like, with the the fixes, that at least that I was making, or the adjustments, I'll say adjustments, that I was making, um, that's what I really tried to do was, okay, I, I, we already did our predictions. We already talked about, we already analyzed the program. So we already know a lot of what it is. So what does it take, then, to make what they had make it work? And mm-hmm. make it work to where we would basically be like, okay, yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. Boom. Okay. And I and I think that, you know, it what was weird was with all of the with all of the talking that we made and all the chatter that's been going around, dude, it really does not take a lot of fixes. No. That's what's weird. That's what blew me away when, when I was sitting at home kind of playing with this. Yeah. And when I was tinkering too, I was like, oh man, actually I'm not really gonna change that thing. And this is just I did a, a lot minor, of that. And this is just a minor tweak, even though say on our you know, I think our, our toughest episode we did was the individual quarterfinals. 
Like that, that was a tough episode to get through just because it was new and there was just a lot of things going on and we had our own personal feelings with what was going on as well as our professional opinions about what was going on. And that was a tough one to navigate through. But when you pull back a little bit, as much of or as long as we talked about that, when I went in, I was like, oh, I talked 45 minutes about this one little detail that I just tweaked and feel like it made all the difference in the world. So, yeah. Well, and I think that's that's what's really interesting is um, and we've talked about this before that like one one movement will skew the entire event. And that's all we talk about is that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and if you can take that out or modify that or change that or put it back to something that doesn't need to be like this new movement or whatever, um, then all of a sudden that workout goes from being a shit talked about event to like, oh, yeah, that's right in the mix. Cool. Let's go. Line them up. It's awesome. It's going to do what it needs to do. And that's what was really, that's what was really weird. I mean, there, there, there didn't need to be a lot of changes. There just needed to be a couple. And like, dude, I'm telling you, like it changes the entire landscape yeah. of what it's supposed to look like because it's the feel because you don't get hung up on one dumb little thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's like this great piece of pizza with like, if you don't like peppers and you have like that one pepper that's mm. on your pizza and it like mm. all of a sudden that bite just sucks and it ruins that whole piece of pizza. You're like, God shit <laughs> so that one if you're like don't, if you're not like one of those like non-pineapple people is you have the one piece of pineapple that for whatever reason is on your pepperoni and cheese pizza and it just jacks it up it just i like how you said pepperoni and cheese pizza you know anyway do you do hawaiian pizza or, or what are your thoughts on pineapple uh pizza? you know what it's really weird is i know that that's a you're either on this side of the line or that side of the line and i'm kind of in the middle i really don't care mm. like i'll eat pizza i'm italian i just eat pizza that's fair. But being Italian, don't you feel like that's kind of blasphemy to put pineapple and ham on a pizza? Uh, yeah, I just, I like eating. I don't really, like <laughs> I don't eat, I don't eat pizza all that much. So uh, it's like, oh, if there's pineapple. Okay, cool. If there's, I mean, if my go-to would be classic pepperoni and cheese. Mm. Can't go wrong with that. It's hard to I don't think I've with. ever heard anyone call a pepperoni pizza a pepperoni and cheese pepperoni and pizza. Cheese? <laughs> I want a pepperoni cheese and sauce pizza, please. I would love. He's like, I would like a pizza with uh, marinara sauce, mozzarella, and pepperoni, please. They're like, do you mean a pepperoni pizza? You're like, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I guess it's because my daughter only likes cheese pizza. So I have to like, yeah, I just want a cheese pizza. You mean like a plain, yeah, boring like a cheese pizza? pizza? I have a piece of bread in the house if you want that. If your bill is like, I'll have a pizza with cheese, please. You're like, what? Okay. (laughs) Oh, well, happy afternoon, everyone. Happy Tuesday. The chat is lively. This is fantastic. I know. Jeez, oh, man. And I was saying uh, Stefan's back. I guess he's been off uh, the reservation. Stefan, did you get get kicked off YouTube like Savan did? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. When is his uh, suspension up? Like the fifteenth or something like uh, that. Something like that. Yeah, I haven't. I got to get on the Twitch and watch him on Twitch. I went on uh, Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what that was until I saw it. Oh gosh, see when you know maybe Savon doesn't need to come back. <laughs> like Savon gets all the he gets all the tips and the 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 cash deposits on his show and then <laughs> yeah he does. <laughs> so Jeez, if he, you know man. if he's not on here maybe you know maybe we'll start to get. I mean, if you got you got you know money burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, hey, I'm excited to uh, reprogram. Obviously, predicting the programming is always fun and fresh. 
Uh, analyzing is, you know, something that we, you know, the, this podcast was founded on as we started this. And then the reprogramming is to really help expand people's ideas and thoughts of maybe some of the critiques and criticisms that we may have. But as you said, giving actual answers versus that was dumb or I personally did not enjoy that or that workout offended me. <laughs> that yeah. kind of response that you see out there is like, hey, this we were almost there. And what I liked that you said earlier, and I'd love you to expand on that before we get into our next thing, was understanding what people are going to do with it. Right? You say that quite a bit. What do you mean by that? Um, are you talking about as far as the athlete goes or yeah, the, uh, the athlete? Okay. So say like you get a test and, the, for example, walking shuttle runs. Right. right, right, right. Your, okay. your feedback to that test entirely was <laughs> you need to understand what people are going to do with it. And your presupposition of what you thought your test was going to be and not forward thinking of what people are going to do right. with it. What do you mean by that? What I mean is a, a, a good athlete is always going to try to make the most efficient move, the most efficient movement. Um, and, and that's within the rules. That doesn't mean that you're cheating range of motion or that you're cheating, cutting off or not you know, squatting down all the way or whatever the, whatever the, 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 the rules are play within the rules, but make it as efficient as possible. The, a, a classic, uh, uh, story I have on that is when we did, what was that year? It was the first time they did the dumbbell snatch and the burpee box jump over. Yeah. And I was doing the oh, open yeah, announcement okay. with Brandon. Um, and it was uh, Pat and Brent were doing it. We were up in Canada. Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you, Stefan. Ten bucks, brother. You, we missed you. Um, when, I, when I found out what the event was, my first question was, what's the width of your feet? What are the width, what's the width of your feet have to be when you're going to pull the dumbbell off the ground? And the response to that was, why does that matter? And I go, well, because if I'm six foot and I'm standing regular, but if I spread my feet out a little bit wider, then all of a sudden I'm five, six. Mm -hmm. If I even go wider than that, then I'm five foot. So my range of motion is different. So exactly. So they're like, "Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, it totally matters. (laughs) So as an athlete, so that's like the whole loophole thing that I'm always, you know, that we always play with. I will always try to find what is the most efficient move, not the shortest move, but the most efficient move that I can do within the rules. If they don't say that I don't need a width on my feet, then I'm going to go as wide as I can comfortably Mm. to where I don't have to travel as far because range of motion is going to count. So same thing on this. If you aren't planning when, when you design an event, you have a certain feel of what you want that to look like. Sure. You can say, here's what the workout is. And you have your, um, you know, your, your, your little testers, you wind them up and they, they kind of go, but they're just trying to get a time frame for you. They aren't racing it. Like it actually matters where every second is going to be important. Every rep is going to be important. And you have to think about what are those people going to do? Where can you short this movement? Why would you short this? Where's the emphasis of this event going to be either here or here? Um, where am I trying to push them? Where do I think that the active recovery might be? Uh, I mean, for a lot of, I think a lot of times when people put double unders in a, in an event for most good for most good CrossFitters, that will be the active recovery. And so I think that the, the, 
designer is doing that. They're not thinking, okay, this is going to be designed. So the person that has has to jump really high because they're not good at double unders. They're really going to get smashed here. Mm -hmm. They aren't thinking that. They're thinking this is going to be where they can have an active recovery because they're going to have to crush on this next part. So if you aren't taking that, that um, you know, 30,000 foot view and thinking of all the possibilities, then somewhere you're going to get screwed. And I think that that's, that was one of the things that we didn't see here a lot. I mean, all the movements are fair movements. Yeah. But you got to know why you're putting it in there. What are you trying to test? Mm -hmm. What are people going to do with it? Have they seen it before? Is it explained well enough so that there is no question? You can't just say, everybody knows what a thruster looks like. <laughs> we already know that that doesn't work. Yes. Everybody knows what, you know, uh, uh, a rep counts in a, in a shuttle run. Mm -hmm. All of those things. I mean, you have to... You have to explain and uh, and and design it to the lowest common denominator so that you can get what you want done rather than trying to be cute and fancy and yeah kind of get stuck in the mud. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I you know, I just wanted people to um understand what you mean by that. Um as you when you say it's like figuring out what athletes are gonna do. So um, okay, before we get to our reprogramming, a couple things on the docket. One, uh, <clears throat> this is going on. <laughs> and just uh, yeah. shout out to uh, the Nopen. <laughs> <laughs> the No Rep Open. Uh, I guess Andrew Hiller has created his own online competition. And I think the first test was the seven minutes of burpees. And then he of which he was wearing the OG shirt. Yeah, of which he was wearing the OG shirt. So figured we give a, you know, he shows us a little love. We'll show a little love back. You know, you scratch yeah. our back, we'll scratch yours. But the, the Nopin, we just put it in the uh, in the chat here. It's it's currently going on. Is it now? Is it like two week phases or three weeks? I can't remember exactly. Uh, well, I might as well just read this. Yeah. Uh, event details first. Let's see. He just made up this online competition and just went for it. It came up fast. I didn't think it was coming up this. Oh, here it is. Um, April 10th through April 24th. So a okay. two-week two online competition. Um, he has two tests out so far, I believe. <laughs> First one he called Dave. Uh, it's AMRAP in seven minutes, burpees to a six-inch target. Uh, the second oh, so we one. Did, we just did that in the open then, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then. Oh, the, 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 pull up, so that's on. Sorry. the second one was called The Rock, and it's 27 ground overhead. Uh, it's all at 95 and 65, 72 hops over the bar. 21 ground overhead, 72 hops. 15 ground overhead, 72 hops. 9 ground overhead, cap in 10 minutes. And everybody's wondering what the 72 is, is that 27, 21, 59 is actually 72. So that's where his number comes from. There you go. And uh, that's a little burner. So, uh, yeah, a little shout out. If you guys are, uh, you know, lost in your off-season sea of what do I do next, uh, poke your head over there and uh, test that out. But um, the other hey, one Dave, was, hey, oh. We got, a, we got a couple of dollars in there, too. Dave, thank you, dude. And oh, the burpee guy, thank you, dude. Oh, Dave Attaway. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Is that your real last name? Because that's an awesome last name. Attaway. 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 Like Attaway boy, right? That away, Attaway. That's what I can <laughs> I always got a, a that away because I, I couldn't really do, but I tried hard. I was like that typical, like, try hard white guy. 
<laughs> so, like that away. Good hustle. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, it is. Yeah, that's a great last name. Great last name. Uh, a couple things on the docket. We released our April uh, trophy case challenge, which was the Bear Complex. If you guys didn't uh, see that, we posted it on our Instagram. You guys can see that at Get With The Programming on Instagram. No underscore anymore. We got the legit one, finally. Sweet. Um, and then... Uh, on top of that, we'll be posting all of our previous ones on the OG Culture website. So as soon as we get those loaded up, I know we've had some questions on what the other ones were in the past. Uh, go check that out. If you aren't subscribed to their Instagram channel, go to the.og.culture is their Instagram channel. So make sure you guys like there. Uh, obviously, we'll post new gear that's coming out with the OG Culture uh, stuff. Bill's wearing one of our new shirts right there. So the outline design which i think is freaking sweet that little neon sexy neon lights right there sexy neon lights uh and for those you guys that are listening two things if you did the january challenge we've kind of backlogged what's going on but if you did and successfully completed the snatch one hit us up either on instagram or via email with your uh, video and address again because we just need to send you your shirt. <laughs> and we got all the, you know, we got into a position where I had it all and then a lot of things happened. Well, really, the season started and then I, I disappeared. Um, but if you guys completed it, please hit us up on Instagram or you can email us directly. Um, our email is officialgwtp GWTP at gmail.com. That's the one. Official GWTP at gmail.com. That's our email for the show. Uh, so if you guys completed the 200 kettlebell snatches and we have not given you any gear yet, please email us and we will get that out to you as soon as you can. Second to that, for those of you guys that follow us on Patreon, we are also getting back to getting you guys more stuff. Obviously, you guys get a 20% discount to everything that we make through the OG culture. That is a forever thing for you guys that follow us on Patreon. Uh, you should have gotten an email to a link of our Get With The Programming specific Programmatron t-shirt, which gives you a code to buy the shirt, pay for shipping, and then you get the shirt for free. The other is we're bringing back our workout of the week. We had that when we first started our Patreon account where we give you guys one workout every week. Bill and I alternate. We're bringing it back tomorrow. We release them on Wednesdays. And what it is, is you just get a, a workout, a video description, some concepts, stimulus, scales, modifications, things like that. And we just post it on our Patreon page. Uh, we give you guys a link to a special YouTube channel that nobody can see but our programmatrons themselves. And uh, yeah, you get a weekly workout from us as well. So we're bringing that back starting tomorrow. So Sweet. Sweet. Wait, sweet. Are you, do you have the first one? You got mine. Uh, I mean, I can send you mine. I have all mine ready. To send go. me yours because I just bought a I just bought a new whiteboard that I need to build. Okay. Because uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna make it. Then like, I don't have a whiteboard anymore. Oh. <laughs> was, all, all I have to say is, oh, you guys are gonna like this. Right? Gonna like it. Space wolves. Space wolves. It's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, so, but yes, if you guys have done our trophy case challenge for January, which was the 200 kettlebell snatches unbroken, please hit us up so we can get the gear to you. Yes. Uh, What's also, that finger up. <laughs> those. Well, because I was gonna wait till like when you finish that thought. Yeah, we got to get that gear to you guys. Um, we are gonna get on the OG website and actually put a an area on there so you can see, just like a Chase was saying, the mm. trophy case stuff. But then also to try to send all your stuff to that. We're we're just trying to make it so it's easy to get a hold of everyone. A one stop shop. 
The other thing we need to do is the two guys that were first and second on the OG leaderboard out of the open. We can't find you guys on Instagram. We can't find you guys on Facebook. So if you guys hear us, see us, or on this, or if you guys know who they are, whatever, um, email us so we can try it. We're trying to find you guys so we can get you guys your shirts as well. Is it the men or the women? Uh, it's the men, the first and second. All right, hold on. <sighs> I'm trying to do this thing. Uh, I know Ken was trying to find those guys, and he said they he couldn't find an account for either of them. Okay, yep. I, I don't know if you can do that through CrossFit. You might be able to do that. I'm, pretty, I'm trying to pull up the uh, <clears throat> hashtag. OG. Oh, I spelled that wrong. No wonder it won't pull up. Hold on. Spelling, OG in the open. Who do we got? Uh, so are all our women are taken care of? Women are taken care of. All Third right. place for the men is taken care of. We need the one and two. Okay, Benjamin Bianco, you are first, and Kyle Schmidt, nice job. You are seven or second with Logan Southard, so he's he's taken care of. All right, so Benjamin and Kyle, if you're listening or watching, you need to hit us up because we can't find you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, their wives pulled their their wives pulled their social media accounts. They have been naughty. Uh, maybe, maybe. Corey, we need some OG stickers, gentlemen. You are correct. That is something we do need to do. What are you reaching for? Well, those are our patches. We have these patches. We have the patches. No, we need to make stickers. We I mean, do. yeah, the, like the laptop sticker, the water bottle sticker. You know, the car decal. Throw that shit on there. Throw that True. Shit on. Uh, okay, so that will do for all our checklists. And all right, so let's get into reprogramming. We'll start with the open, and then we'll, uh, yeah, that's been kicked around too. OG coffee. Yeah. OG coffee. Jeffrey, got a dip. See you all later. Thanks for joining us. Good to Pretty see good. you. Later, Jeff. Um, all right, so we're going to go through reprogramming. We're going to start with the open. And do you want to do the... Your three in the open, and then I'll do my three in the open, and then we'll do quarterfinals, quarterfinals, or do you want to do one for one? Uh, let's go back and forth. Back and forth? Okay. Yeah. Uh, starting with the open, 23.1, when it was originally programmed, um, what was the AMRAP in 14 minutes? I might as well just pull the workouts up so you guys can see them. Sorry, the tests, even though they're not workouts. <laughs> 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 it's like we we just uh, we can't even come up with the right name for it. That's I know, but it's, it's just it's not a test. We're not testing. It's a competition. It's an event. No, you mean it is a workout? No, workouts are what you do in training. Oh, test event, same thing. Test is what you're train is what you're training. Workout is like yeah, you're training, same thing. Yeah, test. Um, but this is a an event. Okay. All right. Event one. It's a competition. Twenty three point one. Yeah. Event test. I mean semantics, but I get nope, it. No. Nope, All right. Nope. Tomato. Tomatoes. No. All right. It was a fourteen minute AMRAP repeat of fourteen point four. Bill, if you were to do twenty three point one, what would you do? I just left it. Me too. Um, and the the reason I did I I I was not and I said it that I wasn't all fired up about a repeat. Mm -hmm. But as you said, this was a really good repeat to have. It allows everyone to play. I like the um, the uh, technicality of the movement. I like that for many, it, you're going to be in that group that gets their first muscle up 
or you have you're in the group that gets to run, you know, to see what kind of muscle ups you're going to get and the ones that can be how far you're going to get into the calorie row. So I like what it was. I think it allowed everyone to play. And it's perfect for the open. So I, I, as much as I'm not a fan of the repeat, I was good with this. Uh, same. I, I was in the camp of, hey, I didn't really want to have a repeat just because I like seeing new programming come out. However, this is one of my favorite personal open workouts or open events ever programmed. And for a demographic of the open it's one of those, like, it just gets harder as the mountain gets higher, and that's that's what you want. You want everybody to have an opportunity to get in there and mix it up. And then, yeah, there's nothing, I don't see anything wrong with something at the end that is a big gatekeeper for a lot of people. You know, and right. almost and 10 years later, like, we shouldn't be complaining about muscle-ups. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, and if, you know, with this being in there, I mean, we, it, it's... Uh, again, we're not trying to completely change everything where it's like, is this appropriate? Yeah, it's appropriate for the why of the open. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Now we get to the fun stuff. Walking shuttle runs. 23. <laughs> Walking and burpee pull-ups. 23.A, 23.B. Originally, it was designed as an AMRAP in 15 minutes, five burpee pull-ups, 10 shuttle runs, add five burpee pull-ups each round until... The 15 minutes is up. The 10 shuttle runs stay the same. At the 15-minute mark, you have five minutes to establish a one-rep max thruster from the floor. Bill. Um, what I did was a run-up of five and five, five burpees, five shuttle runs, 10 burpees, 10 shuttle runs, 15 burpees, 15 shuttle runs, 20, 20, 25, 25, and continue your way up as high as you can get. Okay. Because for that reason, now the now the the shuttle runs uh, increase and it matters now. Yeah. Um, and as we saw in the in the uh, uh, age group qualifiers, when you have a long a lot of shuttle runs to do, um, it, there's a chunk of time that's involved with that. So you can't go slow, can't walk those. Right. And that's what you want. That's what when they were when they were. This is what we we're talking about. The purpose of what's the re, the 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 why behind it. You didn't want people to have to walk and get a better score, a better score. Right. You you have to go all the way on this one. So. So you increase by fives. I just did everything by five. I I just tried to keep it similar again, similar to what they had, starting with five and increasing by five on the burpees or the burpee pull-ups. And then um, just increasing, starting and, and matching the uh, number of burpee pull-ups with um, the lap of shuttle run. Okay. Uh, did you have a B? Um, I did have a B. Um, I didn't like the fact of having a one rep max in the open. I think that we've talked about that a bazillion times. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I went back to kind of like what my, what my original idea was. Uh, the... And that was a repeat too. It was the max clusters one sixty oh, yeah. fifteen. So I had that in the five minutes. I kept the time frame what it was, and I said max clusters at one sixty five and one fifteen in five minutes. I like that. And the same counting, right? Because in twenty eleven, yes, you got one for the clean and one for the jerk. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, did you have them separately, or change the scoring, or? Um, no, I had that, uh, it was a two way. That was one score. And then two B was another score. Okay. Yeah. A uh, question from rich Matthews. Would you change whether or not it's event one from the open? He's talking specifically to 
would I change how the it was order written? of events? Um, maybe we'll get there. Yeah, I think it kind of depends what it looks like after we kind of retool. All right, let's so we'll revisit that after. Uh, so for twenty three point two a for myself, I did the same thing you did, but I only increased. I went one shuttle run, two burpee pull ups. Ah. Two shuttle runs, four, three, six, four. So one shuttle run would increase every round. Two burpee pull-ups would increase every round for the same reasons you did, just a smaller sample size. So reason I had that was starting very small. Most people will have to kind of not push the pace early, but you can't really like dick around. Right. Right. And those smaller sets, some may feel more accomplished getting to another round rotating through. And it, it just, it's short and fast, right? But it gets, it's hard quick, but uh, for yeah. the same reasons you did. So about the same thing, but the re the reason is, is, you know, both of you and I are, are changing the format to make the shuttle runs actually matter. And you actually have to run these things to get a decent score for everybody is uh, what our thought was there. Yeah, and I actually, one of the reasons um, that I had, and I was looking, and I know that we're doing just the individuals, but I was kind of looking at it like even the age group qualifiers just to kind of play with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I did this one on purpose because I wanted, if we're going to have a lot of shuttle runs, I want it right here, and then I want I want them done. Ah. So in my mind, when okay. I'm looking at like the season, yeah. the block, I'm looking at like, okay, well, here's our shuttle runs. This is it right here. Mm-hmm. And that's that would be yeah. kind of taking care of it. So. I'll take either one. Yeah. Right? Either one to make the uh, shuttle runs matter. Now, for my 23B, uh, <clears throat> let me p- actually just pull this up so you guys can see it. Just when I explain it. So I also had, I kept the thruster. The thing I changed was the scoring. That was my big change. So if you guys can see that, I'll bring this in there. So what I changed here was, let me just tighten up this window. Five-minute running clock to establish a max thruster in kilograms. And the way we I scored the kilograms was you take your total weight on the bar. So if you're lifting kilograms, that's it is what it is, right? That's the total weight on the bar. If you're lifting in pounds, you take the total weight that you have on there. Barbell is usually, most of all barbells are actually in kilos. Mm-hmm. Either 44 pounds or 33 pounds. Rarely ever will you actually find a barbell that's in pounds. Rarely. I, I haven't seen many. And so you take the total weight on the bar in pounds and you just multiply by 2.2 and then you round up to the nearest kilogram. That's it. Not... The take the weight on the bar and then increase the number and take the plates and then in- increase the number. That little hack that some people were doing in the open, which by your things earlier is you got to understand what people are going to try to do with the standards of which they're given, right? Right. Now, what I do there is you're going to get one score for the both of them. And so I'm going to take your total reps from 23A and add it to your total kilos lifted in 23B and that total number is going to be your one score for 23.2. And that way, if you want to have a really good score, you have to do a shitload of reps in A, and you got to do a shitload of weight in B. 
If you have a shitload of reps and no weight, you're going to have a worthless score. If you have a shitload of weight and no reps, you're going to have a worthless score. Yeah. You have to have both. So in the vein of really what, you know, when Boz was on with, with uh, Pat Sherwood of like, this is, this is what CrossFit's all about. I'm like, yep, until you score it like that. <laughs> and then it all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden we're <laughs> celebrating specialists again. Right. right. <laughs> in, the, in the what is CrossFit lecture where you're like, there's this marathon specialist and then there's this super strong weightlifter guy. And these are remarkable feats, but this isn't CrossFit. It's this person in the middle who can do both, who can run a sub five minute mile and do a 500 pound back squat in the same day. It's in our freaking level one. It's the first lecture of the level one. Yep. And yet in the open, you decided to celebrate these people. Yep. Not this person because of your scoring system. So that's what I changed. So again, very minimal change. Kept the thruster. Although I did say no step or feet moving through the press out. Oh, okay. I like that. Right? Uh, yeah. So it's reps plus kilos. Add them together. One score. The best will rise. Boom. That was my 23 A and B. Um, but I think our, our big thing there was making sure people understand that you have to make the shuttle runs matter and you have to think about how to make them matter when you program the shuttle runs. Yep. Uh, okay, 23-3, which was the wall walk, snatch, double under, ascending time, um, buy-in. I'm, I'm explaining this so poorly as if it was like a terrible workout. <laughs> That's the, that, that was just me explaining it poorly. I wasn't being like a dick about it. Um, all right, five wall walks, 50 double unders, 15 snatches at weight one, five wall walks, 50 double unders, 12 snatches at weight two. If you're finished with that in six minutes, you get an additional three. And then went into 20 strict handstand pushups, 50 double unders, nine at <clears throat> nine snatches at weight three. If you finish that, 20 handstand pushups strict, 50 double unders, six snatches. <sighs> Bill. I said leave it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and the reason is is because I like the fact, okay, we got double unders in there. Um, I like the snatches and where in, in the and I think the one of the reasons why I say leave it is because when I watched people doing it from gym population, gym goers to better athletes to uh, the elite level athletes, it really did allow everyone to slot themselves into the place that they belong. It allowed everyone to do an Olympic lift with the, with the snatch, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Wall walks. I mean, again, I, I, I didn't want to have wall walks again. Um, I mean, was that the third time in a row that we've had them? It's yeah. like, okay, I got it. I got it. But like I, as far as what we're trying to do, with this and you know the same layout I, I i like i like for what it is i i, I like what it is okay and so that's what i mean like when it coming back around to it it was like yeah. well i mean for what the and especially with the fixes that i made on mine like with the last couple ones i'm mm -hmm. like okay i like it okay because i think that it's a good event we we get the strong people can still get through still have to have gymnastic prowess. You still have to be able to have shoulder capacity and all that so everyone gets to play and the right people get to qualify through. All right. A uh, question from Sam Smith. For a lot of the open slash quarterfinal events, the shuttle runs are taking up less than 50% or around 50% of the allotted time. Would it be better if they were part of a bigger chipper or multi-round triplet, for example? 
Um, <laughs> I, I am not a fan of the shuttle run. Okay. I, I just, I, I think that it's an overused tool. Um, it's fine. Um, but again, like, what do you, are you using it because you want to actually have a long run in there? And is it the long run that you really want to have? Or can you get the same, uh, stimulus that you're trying to test for by having them do something else, either, uh, you know, a rower or double unders or burpees or something like that. I think that's, that's what it comes down to. I don't, I don't think it's a matter of shuttle runs or no shuttle runs. I think it's a matter of like, what are you trying to test? I like the fact that we can test running on an online platform so we know we can do it. But I don't think that has to be that like every single platform and every single every single qualifier they have shuttle runs and I don't think we need to have that. Okay. Um another question here, did the wall walks matter in this workout? Um I, I would say it depends on what level you are of athlete. If you're the general population, again, we're talking the open, the widest net possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot, yeah, the second set of wall walks, they did count because it was kind of shocking, I think, after they came off the snatches right into the wall walks. Yeah. Uh, did it matter for the high-end athletes? No. But that, I mean, the first two rounds don't matter for the high-end athletes. Okay. You know? All right. Um, what I did is I did tweak this a little bit <clears throat> and let's see, I'll pull this up just cause to explain it was, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not that complicated, but it's easier to read it than, uh, see it. All right. So this is what I did. I took away the time thing mm. right, cause that was a little bit of a complaint and, and I like the time thing, like the, Hey, get to this and you can move on. Um, the way the weights and reps were set up there, I can see people's frustration of not being great at these and just like doing nothing for six minutes, even though I told you it's like, Hey, you know, it is what it is. So I was looking at that a little bit. And so what it, I wrote was 12 minute. It's for time with a 12 minute time cap. So the whole thing's 12 minutes. If you make it all the way. So like, here's 12 minutes, go play. And what I did was I went six wall walks, 105 double unders, which I'll get there in a second, (laughs) 15 snatches. So basically it's a triplet, gymnastics, monostructural, weightlifting. Wall walk, double under, snatch, weight one, 15 reps. And then the next round is nine wall walks. So I went up three, 105 double unders, and then down three to 12 snatches at weight two. So the wall walk and snatches, right? The snatches are going to stay the same. I didn't change those at all. The wall walks, I added a little bit in the beginning, six and then nine. And then the third triplet is 12 strict handstand push-ups, 105 double-unders, nine snatches at weight three, and then 15 strict handstand push-ups, 105 double-unders, and six snatches at weight four. Now, the wall walk, the handstand stuff is going six, nine, 12, 15, where the snatches are going 15, 12, nine, six. The weight is increasing as the weight decreases. The skill or volume is increasing for the pressing as the reps de- or increase, right. right? So the 105, the 105 is, if you times it by four, is 420. 
The total number of wall walks or pressing handstand push-ups is 42. The total number of snatches is 42. So I took 42, 420, divided that by four, and that's where I got the 105. So that's just like numbers in my head because I thought 50 double-unders is like, what What are we doing? Come on. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like you have these 20 strict handstand push-ups, 20 to 5 to 30 seconds of double-unders, and then like six snatches at 225. I'm like, what the fuck? Are, like the, the double-unders are pointless in there. Unless you're bad at them, but whatever, right? We've had a hundred. <laughs> but I, I try to make everything matter a little bit with some ascending, descending stuff going on here. No, that's a that's a that's a fun setup. And I again, like I know that we had a lot of talk about this particular um, event when when it came out. Yeah. Um, being that we our rules were okay, minimal. Yeah. Tweaking. Minimal I, that's that's why I was like, well, I mean. Like I kept the wall walks, I kept the handstand push-ups. No, I, put I mean more I think, wall I walks, less handstand like push-ups. That. You know, I, but, I um, like that. Uh, I, I do like the fact of uh, that you made it twelve, so everyone gets to play for twelve minutes. That's cool. Yeah. Um, although I like, I think the people that got timed out, I don't really know if they would have gotten a whole lot more anyway. You know what I mean? Like of the reps that they got. Yeah. This was, this um, was the rare time where I was like, Oh, listen to your feelings a little bit. So <laughs> get more time to not be able to do this. Like you get um, more time to stare at the second barbell. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I like, I mean, I like your adjustments. I, I do. I, I really just tried to go minimal as minimal as yeah. I could because I felt like I felt, and this was me. I like, I like what you did on, on yours. I like the numbers even that, that you have on there too. But I was looking at this and I'm like, Oh, what the hell am I going to switch? Cause I felt like yeah. if I, if I started tinkering, I was really going to throw a wrench into it. And it would be <laughs> something totally different. I'm like, ah, I just better. I know. It and, is. and I felt <laughs> the same way. And I was like, I feel like this is a fair, no, totally. Less tinkering I like that. than I like that. what I would normally do. But uh, all right, so that's our that's our open. Now the exciting stuff. We'll switch to quarterfinals. And so as I look at these tests here, I'll pull up the quarterfinals test. Tests, they had five for the individuals, um, which is normal. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one being the front squats handstand walk one so let's take this open this up all right test one quarterfinals nine nine fifteen fifteen twenty one twenty one front squats weight one nine front squats two twenty five one fifty five nine handstand walk lengths of twenty five feet unbroken fifteen front squats at weight two which is one eighty five and one twenty five fifteen muscle ups 21 front squats at 135 and 95, 21 wall-facing handstand push-ups. So, Bill, what is your quarterfinals test one? Um, well, first, I made the women's second weight 135. Okay. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to one of the, one of the girls in, in my, just one of my classes, and she was like, so we always do 185, 135, huh? And I go, yeah. Yeah. She's like, so we don't do the 125? And I go, no. Only in the open. That. <laughs> we don't do that. Uh, oh, shit, uh, dude. That totally reminds me. I did change something in 23.1. What did you change? The wall ball target height. Oh, all, I don't even, you know what? I don't even count that. That's yeah. why I didn't even look at that. All you punk bitches are going yeah, to. And I mean like feet. men and women alike. But all you guys are going to 10 feet. 
10 feet. 10 yeah, feet. Sorry. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You're right. I, I had, had it written down, and I'm like, why do I feel like I missed something? <laughs> yes, I did change something in 14.4 or 23.1. Um, so I went strict handstand push-ups instead of the wall-facing handstand push-ups. Okay. And I kept everything else the same. All right. Um, my tweak is I did the same weight change as you for the women. Mm-hmm. So weight to, I bumped up to 135. I was... Racking my brain to uh, do something with the 15 because I was like, ah. But when I look at it, I was like, okay, ring muscle ups, it's fine. I just wanted to like press, press, press. But like the ring muscle up, that's a, that's a, it's a big press. Yeah. It's basically like 15 ring dips, which you have to pull yourself on top each time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Uh, the one other tweak I did, I actually. I actually left the wall-facing handstand push-ups in there. Oh, my gosh. I did. Do heels have to keep in touch contact with the wall? Uh, yeah, well, that's different. <laughs> I rewrote the standards. Um, I changed the shuttle runs to not unbroken. So the, the, I switched to the five feet. Oh, the handstand walk. Oh, sorry, did I say shuttle runs? Yeah. Sorry, I was like, hand sand walks. Change, yeah. I was like, dude, what did I just runs? say? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so tweak is bump the weight up for the women's second weight from 125 to 135 and segment the handstand walks to five feet instead of 25 feet unbroken. And why? Well, just to get more people into the deeper part of the test because I feel like a lot of people got hung up on the unbroken piece. Mm. And I was like, ah, quarterfinals? No. And the only reason why I left the wall-facing handstand push-ups, because you had to get there. And if you got there, you're probably really good. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, this is my one, I'm not going to change everything thing. Uh, yeah. I just, I still, my my issue with that, and I hear, I hear what you're saying, and I get it. Um, I totally get it. I... I, I feel like I'm being not, soft I on am this not at the camp of you try something new that you haven't that you haven't had people see. I mean, I know that there were deficit wall facing in the games, but it, it wasn't that's not a movement that we've seen a mm-hmm. lot to where you're gonna throw at a large group of people that have never seen it. And really honestly, there are issues on simple movements rather than something that we haven't seen yet. I think it just needs to be vetted a little bit more. That I think the wall face and handstand would have been great in the semis. Bailey, just because they could have seen it. They could Bailey, have seen it. I know you're somewhat new to this podcast. No. But you no. are no. You are treading in deep water, sweetheart. No. no. You won't yeah. Like <laughs> No. You have a lighter ball for a reason. Yep. You don't get a lower target too. Well, you're not new, but you're chiming no, in true. a lot more. Welcome back. <laughs> Then you should know better. No, she knows. She knows. <laughs> she knows. Um, you too, yeah, Javier. I, I'm always I, tired I, of your shit. <laughs> you, yeah, you do. You have a lighter ball. Exactly. You have a lighter ball. You have a lighter ball. You don't get I should, ha- I should have to do less burpees in since I'm six foot plus. Yeah. And, and you get a 30-inch tape line for handstand push-ups and they lower your pull-up bars for burpee pull-ups. So just sit there and take your wall ball shots like you should. Anyways. Anyways. You guys started um, this. <laughs> I, I did tinker with the idea of doing, and we talked about it even on the, on the analyzing of flipping the handstand push-up with the muscle-ups. 
So it'd be uh, 21 oh. strict handstand push-ups and then 15 muscle-ups or 21 muscle-ups. Uh-huh. And the reason I was thinking that originally was because we, in the open, the first event in the open had 20 ring uh, muscle-ups. Yeah. Yeah. So why would we have less muscle-ups when we have our higher-level competitors? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about that one. But that, I mean, That's again, fair. I was looking at it, and I'm like, Okay, minimal changes to make it better. To me, if you made the handstand push-up, then there wouldn't have been an issue. This would have been a fine workout, and it would have been fine. So that's why I went with that. And I like the idea, even though people are getting hung up in the quarters, I think that the increase of of the technical work of making it unbroken, um, I think it spoke to the top 10% Mm -hmm. that were competing. Yeah, yeah. So that was just my opinion, though. No, it's... Yeah, and I, and I get it. And I just I, I went extra minimal on that one because I changed the weight and sectioned out the handstand walks. So I was like, all right, I'll yeah. If you yeah. get there, like if you get there and can't do them, or they're really hard, I was like, yeah. I mean, the work it took to get there alone, yeah. like this one is really tough. Like yeah, nine I, unbroken I, I really like lengths, it. fifty. Like yeah, I, and that's the thing is like I didn't want to change it too much because I did really like test one. Yeah. Um, all right, test two. 12-minute AMRAP, eight dumbbell snatches on one arm into eight overhead walking lunges, eight dumbbell snatches on the other arm, eight overhead walking lunges, and 40 crossovers. The weight is 70 and 50. Um, I like the dumbbell work. I thought it was awesome. I agree. And then the problem is, is that it went from, okay, cool, lunges, cool, snatches, cool, yeah, lunges, go hard. Cool. So here we are to this new movement that I don't think is a higher skill movement, but it's just thrown at the wrong time mm-hmm. with the with and i in it now we get to how do you score it how do you judge it what reps count what reps don't count and it takes this really cool event and just trashes it yes the only change i made was i just said 40 double unders because what are we trying to test like we're not this is not we're trying to qualify people to get to the next round mm-hmm this isn't a, let's see if you have the technical skills to do 40 crossover. Because then you might as well just said, today's competition is going to be 200, <laughs> 500 crossovers. Mm-hmm. Ready, go. Right. And, and I just think that it ended up, again, I'm not saying that it's a bad movement. I'm saying that it's just not the appropriate place to put it, in my opinion. Yeah. So for this competition... And to have it to where people are like, yeah, this is awesome, cool, 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 double unders and snatching, and like, you, there would if it was double unders, there wouldn't have been one complaint. Yeah, not one. No, everyone would have been like, second one is awesome, or second one second was hard. One wrecked me. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, I mean, would say. yeah. So, uh, Steph, Shane, my change is just release the crossover a few days in advance. Even with that, cool. But like again, what's the point? Is is it is the crossover that important to qualify these people to the semis? Well, it depends on what they're programming it at semis, I guess. Right. Well, yeah. That that but that's what I think. Because now what happens if if they if it's that big of a deal that you have to announce something early where it's best to use certain types of ropes and whatever else, mm. I, I just don't I don't I don't think it's needed. <laughs> Caden. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a jump rope, 800 meter run. I tell you what, if you ever did the old school like uh, endurance seminar, like yeah, that was how they you practiced would do pose running is with a yeah. jump rope. Um, so I mean, <laughs> it's not off the table. Um, <laughs> yeah, for my minimal change, uh, I did the same thing. 
Like I like the dumbbell work. The only thing I actually did change was, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll say that the thing I didn't like was the number of steps being forced in there versus, say, 25 feet. Uh, and the reason is, it's just like, you know, oh, great, I get to lunge further than everybody again. I have to do more work. Versus, you can shorten up your lunge. Yeah, yeah but exactly. That's where it's like, okay, so do, now do I need to manipulate the movement to try to do faster work? Like, why? You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't care for that. I know why they did it because of the reps that you get, but like just do the five foot segments. Right. And so I brought that back 25 feet as the lunge, not the number of steps. I like that. Um, and with that, I kept, I thought about doubling the crossover number to double unders, but since I had so many in the open, I decided to reel it back to 40. And what this does is single arm snatches on one arm, lunge 25 feet in the same arm, single arm snatches, lunge 25 feet back. If you just do the 40 double unders, now this is the stimulus that was the attempt of this, which was just a churn and burn with the dumbbell for 12 minutes. Right. You have no reason to stop. You have no reason to put the dumbbell down other than your, your desire to get out of the pain that you're in. Instead, you get on a rope and you get tripped up and frustrated. Like I've been practicing these and they're not that hard to do, what, but when you get in this little, no. And, but when you get in this little like funk of like screwing up, you're just like, this is so stupid. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just getting my, like my rope gets tangled because it, it twisted a little extra when I went across a little too hard. And I mean, so I'm with you, but I, I did yeah. the, instead of eight lunges, I did 25 feet. Um, Javier has a comment up there. He's Javier, like, I love crossovers. I love crossovers. Whining about CrossFit is uh, about the crossovers is embarrassing. Look, man, here's what I have to say. Again, we're not talking about the movement of whether it's a good or bad or whatever. You're probably good at crossovers, so great job. I'm good at crossovers too. I wrestled and I jumped rope from like five years old on. That doesn't mean that it's a good or a bad movement to have in this, especially when no one has seen it. So because we haven't used it as our in our test to throw it in an online setup is the inappropriate time to use it. That's what we're saying. It's not about the movement is a bad movement or it's too hard or whatever. Yeah. Some people are going to, they're going to mess up on it, whatever. But we're trying to think is for the quarterfinals, the purpose of the quarterfinals and are we, are we using the appropriate tests and movements and setups with the least amount of issues that we have to deal with to get our next group of people to semis. That's what we're trying to say. And I just don't think, like what happens now is you have this cool dumb, uh, dumbbell event that no one is talking about that. They're only talking about the crossovers. Yeah. And that just sucks because they didn't even, even if you would have made them double unders, everyone would have been like, dude, that one was so hard. You were just, my, my grip was crazy and blah, blah, blah. That would have been cool. Mm -hmm. So that was a, this will be a topic later down the road. I think as we look at different movements that get put in there and it's, the difference between training and testing. Yeah. And one thing I could see if I took a positive out of all these unique movements coming in there is putting some more unique training elements to improve like your testing abilities. So in like, I think the games can sometimes skew a lot of people's programming to be like, okay, these are what's there. We, this is what is in the programming. And in the, our old school days is like, 
we would program like random shit, like tire flips and sledgehammers, and we would do wall walks and interesting things in, in the lab, right? It, that's really what the group class was. And I could see what I, I feel like I'm starting to see is like Boz wants us to go back to like the laboratory experiment of like, hey, try new things out in the gym. And I was like, yes. Like V-ups, for example, you know, coming up, it's like V-ups are, are a good accessory work and it's a good thing to put in there. It's like, hey, we're going to do sledgehammers, flip tires, V-ups, and handstand or wall walks, right? Or Turkish get-ups um, in a workout. And it's like, yeah, that's part of the laboratory experiment. But when you put them in a competition, that's different. Yeah. And I think that's, I'm curious to see that evolve as the programming does too, right? It's like, okay, did this need to come out in quarterfinals? No. Is it a hard movement? No. Is it all anybody wanted to talk about? Yes. Including us, but unnecessary. I mean, again, I, I think it's a, like I said, my seven-year-old daughter can do crossovers. Yeah. So is this a movement that needs to be in for the, uh, you know, the top 10%? No. And again, it's not about whether the unknown and unknowable and, and all of that. It's, it's not that it's what do we we have an online competition with thousands of people that we're trying to get through. It's not the time to use something that no one is really set up. No one knows how, how to judge. No one knows how to score yet. They haven't seen it in competition yet to where they're they're um, where they can get good feedback. Because you're kind of you're you're doing the events in in a in a vacuum, mm -hmm. so you're at your gym and you're doing your double your your crossovers and you're counting them wrong or you think you're counting them right, but you're in a vacuum. I mean, we've seen it so many times. That's why so many people messed up on the shuttle runs because they're in their own vacuum doing it rather than being able to see what it really is supposed to look like. Yeah. So that's all. And we're thinking of the broad group taking the test too. It's like all these yeah. semifinal athletes, this should be not a problem. It shouldn't even be a conversation. Like, yes. But for the big demographic, that's where we're um, sitting on. Um, all right. That was what? Test two? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> test three. Oh, boy. 15 cleaner jerks for time. <laughs> <laughs> Five rounds, five burpee box jump overs at 30 and 24, one clean and jerk at 275 and 185, add one rep each round, so one, two, three, four, five. <clears throat> Just a clean and jerk workout. Time cap was 10 minutes. Bill. Um, I lowered the weight, um, and I, I wavered a little bit. Originally, I was going to have 255, uh, one, uh, what is that? What would that be? 195? Uh, no, no, 175. No. Yeah. Um, I decided to lower it down to 225, 155. And what I did was I changed the rep set to go three burpee box jump overs, one clean and jerk. Six, two, nine, three, 12, four, 15, five time. Okay. Um, same. I kept the time cap um, on there. Now the burpees count. Um, they yeah. didn't matter before. Um, I think that lowering the weight allows people to re now you really have to move on both of them. And that's yeah. really what I wanted out of that. Um, instead of it just being like, you know, you can fly over the burpees. And, I mean, whatever that's <laughs> for some people that's like literally like 18 seconds. Um, 
and then you take a little breath and then you try to get a one rep max on your clean, <laughs> your clean and jerk. Right. So, but that's how I just, I thought that would be a, a better, it'd be fun to watch. It'd be fun to do. So I did the same thing, but I did less weight and more reps. Okay. So I did, um, burp, with, 35. Yeah. So I did five burpee box jump overs, but I lowered the height too. Hmm. So 24 and 20. Two clean and jerks at 225 and 155. 10, 4, 15, 6, 28, 25, 10. Mm. So 75 burpee box jump overs, which we've had in opens before at the same height, 24 and 20 inches. And then 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, which is actually heavy grace. Yeah. At 225 and 155. But all the reps are increasing. And so if you're really fit and you're really strong, you will move on. Totally. Versus just 15 to test on this. clean and jerks for time, which like, that's just, that's all it tested. It's like yeah. how strong you were. Like, um, I, I was looking at that originally too, like uh, similar numbers with the burpees. Uh, I decided to keep the numbers where I was, but keep the 30 and 24 because I was thinking of the high volume burpees with the, out of yeah. the open. So, mm. uh, the burpee pull-ups is what okay. I was thinking on that one. So, um, I'm like, ah, okay, I'll drop it down a bit. And then I'll keep the, the height on those so you get a good jump on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Either way, it's lighten the Same weight. Idea. Increase the reps. It's like making shuttle runs matter. Make the burpee yeah. box jump overs matter at all. <laughs> uh, okay, test four. Now, this was the test that we both had uh, the same prediction on. Um. 20-minute AMRAP, 1,000-meter row, 50 GHD sit-ups, 500-meter row, 25 V-ups. What did you change? Um, I took out the 500-meter row and the 25 V-ups. Okay. And originally, I was going to say, all right, well, let's just do a 20-minute AMRAP of that. Of 1,000-meter row, thinking, 50 GHD sit-ups? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, right. And then that's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay. I think that, I, honestly, that's going to end up being a little bit excessive. So I said, okay, we'll go three rounds okay. of 1,050, the 20-minute cap for some. Because I went back and looked at some of the numbers to see what, kind of where people were. Uh -huh. uh, but I want to put a tie break at the end of round one. Ooh. Okay. So it forces you to get moving. So three rounds of 1,000-meter row, 50 GHC sit-ups? Yep. Nice. That way you don't have to worry about any sort of weird V-ups, high touch feet, what counts, are mm -hmm. your legs bent, are your knees, are your feet above your knees? Again, I, it's not, I don't have a problem. We do V-ups all the time. I love V-ups. I yeah. love V-ups. I think they're great. But I think that it's a training tool. I think it's a, an accessory piece of um, movement. It's a great modification. And if you're going to put it in, it needs to be much more well described and seen before you're going to throw it out to an online vacuum, mm. I think. Yes. Or just don't put them in competition, period. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm in that camp. Uh, I went back to our original idea. Oh, you did? Yeah. Like, nice. there's, I've, that was not that it was like, hey, our idea is better, but like. It was. It, ac it accomplished great. So one or 10, 20, 30, 40, sorry, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 GHD sit-ups. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, cowl on the rower. Boom. Oh, I, That's it. I love that one. Like, 
it, it, it makes the row matter late. It makes the Jeeps, Gs matter early. And then you got to hurt the whole time to be good at both. And you've got these yeah. opposing movement patterns the entire time. There is no place you can pace. None. You cannot pace anywhere. You cannot pace the GHD sit-ups. You have to push the row because at the end of this test, when you get off the GHD with 20 reps left and you get to a 40 cal row, it's a 40 cal row, 10 GHDs, 50 cal row. It's a race from the 40. Yeah. It's, it's nasty. Yeah. It's and nasty. It, it, yeah. That would be, God, that, would be that, that honestly would be a fun race to watch. I want to do that. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm almost in a position where I can now. Uh, I probably shouldn't jump into 150 <laughs> GHD sit-ups. All right, last one. Test number five, 21 deadlifts at weight one, which is 225 and 155, 21 chest-to-bar pull-ups, 15 deadlifts at 275 and 185, 15 bar muscle-ups, nine deadlifts at 315 and 205 into nine rope climbs to 15 feet. Bill. Um, I left it as is, except for bringing the women's deadlift up to uh, the 225. Okay. Other than that, I love the workout. I think it's awesome. I do too, but I totally changed it. <laughs> uh, I The only thing, I, weight change, I bumped it up to 225 as it should be. Yep. And... I loved this test, but half of the test was spent on the rope climbs. If you looked at people's scores, or at minimum two thirds, it's like, okay, so this is a rope climb event. And it, I didn't want it to be a rope climb event, but I didn't want to change any of the numbers. The only way they wanted to change was the women's last barbell. So this is what I did, and I wanted to make this much more of a sprint. Um, <clears throat> so I, I have this written down because. Again, numbers. So I partitioned each round. So round one, there's 21 deadlifts mixed in here at 225 and 155. Seven deadlifts, seven chest-to-bar pull-ups. Seven deadlifts, five bar muscle-ups. Seven deadlifts, three rope climbs. All right, so the deadlift weight is the same for the round. Seven, seven, seven on the deadlift, so that's 21 reps. Seven chest-to-bar pull-ups, which is a third of what we're doing five bar muscle ups and three rope climbs. Now those three rope climbs are very important and the speed at which you do them are now very important. The next round, five deadlifts at 275 and 185, seven chest bar pull-ups, five deadlifts, five bar muscle ups, five deadlifts, three rope climbs. So the seven, five, three of chest bar, bar muscle ups and rope climbs won't change. But the reps went down for fives on the deadlifts as the weight went up. The last round, if you guys can do the math, three deadlifts at 315 and 225. Seven chest bar pull-ups, three deadlifts, five bar muscle-ups, three deadlifts, three rope climbs. So I used all the same numbers, all the same movements, all the same reps, but I partitioned everything. So this this like dead pan sprint start to finish, and I just raised up the weight for the women's deadlift. I just didn't want it to be a rope climb attrition test for nine at the end. I wanted to make everything mix that. I just mix it all in. So you're just like, bar, deadlift, rig, deadlift, rope, back to it, weight change, go. And you're just ripping, ripping through it. So it's like ripping through it and then just like one, shake, 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 two, right? You're, you're <laughs> sitting on the rope for two and a half minutes. So I just wanted to make it uh, more of a race. 
Okay, I get that. Yeah, and well, the, when you partition those reps, it just it, it elevates the level playing the playing field for more people in a sense. It's like, all right, it's 21 in a row. It's like, okay, all these guys are going to just like blow out of the water. It's like, I can do seven. Not me personally, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, also me personally, if we're being real, but it just allows more people to play instead of the big bulk sets. And a breakup that the complex 2159, 915, 21 bookend, I just wanted to tinker a bit more with the numbers. Uh, I'm cool with that. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't change anything because to me, even though there was a lot of rope climb stuff at the end, um, I, I like the fact that because everyone, like that's the mud pit that mm -hmm. you're racing in at the very end of the Spartan race kind of thing. Um, you want to get as far in the front of that as you can, depending on where you are on rope climbs. Yep. So yeah, you don't need to be like leading to get to the rope climbs. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're really good at rope climbs, you, you want to try That's that balance. It's like how much conservation do you need to have so right. that when you get to the ropes, you can really make it happen on the rope. True. So you're right. Yeah. I saw, I saw a lot of people, they did great to rope climb five. Yeah. Or I saw people like breaking on deadlifts for the rope climbs coming. Right. In, right. If they were smart. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I was like, oh um, man, just light the fuse and go. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. But uh, all right. That was our reprogramming of the open and quarterfinals. As always, you love your discussion, your pushback, your conversation. It all adds to the same thing, which is a much more educated and passionate fan base, which is what we want. If you guys are following us on Patreon, we have a workout of the week coming tomorrow. That'll be Bill dropping yep. the workout itself, plus a video of the workout. We'll be bringing that back to our, all of those that are our programmatrons. Go to patreon.com forward slash get with the programming for six bucks a month. You guys can support us more than you already do. You get a workout of the week, 20% discount on all our codes, as well as printouts for our OG stuff, as well as the CrossFit Journal, which will be coming up for us on Thursday, which will be a theoretical template of programming for CrossFit. Amazing. Which amazing, I am excited amazing. to do. A lot of level one <laughs> stuff coming up. But all right, you guys take those tests. If you guys follow us on Patreon, we'll send you those ourselves. And if you're not there, be there. Bill? Dude. Happy Tuesday, partner. Bye, guys. Take care, team. Have a great week.